0: It's critical moment of choice. And now, here is your host, Mark Passio. Welcome, one and all. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening here on the Oracle Broadcasting Network. Today is Sunday, May 15th, 2011. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. The network's website, of course, oraclebroadcasting.com. We have a great show lined up for you here today on what on earth is happening. We're going to continue to discuss the esoteric tradition of Freemasonry and its symbols. And we're going to tie Freemasonry back into The original topic from which we stemmed it off from, which was symbolism, and how symbolism affects the subconscious mind until we bring it to the conscious level by decoding this language, this hidden language, and bringing it to a conscious level of understanding and awareness. So that's coming up on What on Earth is Happening. And uh, I have one event announcement that I want to read for events coming up in the Philadelphia area because, as I've said many, many times, ultimately everything that we learn and everything that we know about is ultimately all about taking action in the world, doing something with what we know. So I read event announcements of people who are actually active and doing something, activists in in my area to alert people to what's going on in, in this neck of the woods So that they can come out and support the efforts of positive activism. So, one of the groups here in Philadelphia that does a lot of great work is the Tesla Science Foundation. And this summer, they're having a big event here in Philadelphia. The Tesla Science Foundation presents the 2011 Philadelphia Tesla Science Conference. And this is a part of the Nikola Tesla Energy Independence Celebrations coming up here in Philadelphia this summer. The Tesla Science Conference will be happening on four days, July 7th, 8th, 9th and 10th uh, this July here in Philadelphia at at Liberty 2 Place, one of the biggest buildings here in Philadelphia and they're going to be having this science conference on the 32nd floor of Liberty 2 Place. Liberty Two Place is at 1601 Chestnut Street in Philadelphia. The topics that will be covered as part of the Tesla Science Conference are Ether Theories, Alternative Energy, Exotic Propulsion Technologies, Electrotherapy, Tesla Coils, and the Wireless Transmission of Power. This event is open to the general public. It's only $100 for registration for all four days, $50 for students with a valid student ID. You can register online at tesla ScienceFoundation.org. that's teslasciencefoundation.org a great group of people here in the Philadelphia area check them out, check out their work and check out of course the works of the great inventor Nikola Tesla coming up to our first break here on Oracle we'll be right back, you're listening to What on Earth is Happening whatonearthishappening.com, I'm your host Mark Passio we'll be right back after these messages Hey, we're back on What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. I'm going to give the call-in numbers, and then we're going to jump right into the topics for today. To call in to What on Earth is Happening here on Oracle Broadcasting, you can call 866-841-1065. Once again, the call-in number, 866 Eight four one one zero six five. no taboo topics on what on earth is happening, there never are, I like to take calls, so feel free to call in at any time during the show, please, if you do call in, wait on the line, I will get to you, I may be in the middle of explaining a concept or an idea, so please be patient. Okay. Let's jump right into our topic for today, which is a continuation over the past many weeks of our exploration into the true esoteric tradition and symbols of Freemasonry. So last week on the show, we left off looking at some of the symbolism of the Royal Arch degrees of Freemasonry in the York Rite and in the Scottish Rite, some of the higher degrees, namely the 32nd and 33rd Degrees, So, we left off looking at the double-headed eagle of the 32nd degree of the Scottish Rite. And I'd like to direct everyone to my website at whatonearthishappening.com. And you can click the radio listen page. The link is on the left-hand side of the site, the graphic that says listen live. And you will then be taken to the player page. Underneath the player, there will be something that says images for today's show. And then there will be a series of links, of numbered links. You can click on those to follow along with the imagery that I will be talking about on the show today. And this is basically how I do this for any shows where uh, symbolism or imagery needs to be comprehended along with the talk. So that's where the images can be found. So... Looking at image number one, we see the symbol I broke down last week of the double-headed eagle of the 32nd degree of the Scottish Rite holding uh, the sword with the uh, symbol Deus jus right underneath of the sword on the sachet that is draped around the sword. Uh, that, of course, means God and my right. We saw another actual pin emblem on image number two, which basically is the same thing with a different um phrase in Latin on the sash, which says, spes mea in deo est, which means my hope is in God. And um, sometimes you will see these two phrases combined. Um, Sometimes you will see them combined with another phrase, which we're going to see in the next image that we bring up. So instead of uh, re-explaining this symbol, I just want to reiterate one part of it and that is that the two eagles are coming together, but the very top of them, the heads, still have not completely come together. Um, indeed, they have still have two heads, both pointed in opposite directions. Um, this represents knowledge of the, the past, can help us to understand the pattern that is uh, making its way into our future so that we can change it if we wish. Um, it also represents that Balance in both the left and the right brain hemisphere is absolutely essential if we are to come together as one. And again, this is the positive interpretation. There are indeed negative interpretations of all of the symbolism that I'm going to talk about. But again, I am reinforcing here the true esoteric uh, aspects of the Freemasonic tradition, not looking at dark masonry per se here uh, over the last many weeks. Now, I am going to bridge this into what is known as dark masonry when we talk about one of the main symbols that we're going to break down in this show, which is the reverse side of the Great Seal of the United States, uh, the Pyramid and All Seeing Eye, a much talked about and much misunderstood emblem or sigil, uh, a series, a collection of symbolism of simple symbols that are put together to make much more complex symbolism known as a sigil. So we'll be looking at that later on today. Um, And indeed, that is a symbol of both the light aspects of Freemasonry and the dark aspects of Masonry in general, which I refer to as dark Masonry, not true Freemasonry. So in image number um, two, what I want to emphasize here is that the the very highest aspects of the the uh, spirit have not fully been unified at this point. This is why this uh, so-called highest level of the Scottish Rite, okay, is not indeed the end of the degrees of Freemasonry. This is simply the end of what is known as the Red Lodge degrees. The Blue Lodge is degrees one. Two and three, okay, which is entered apprentice, fellow craft, and master mason. Degrees four through 32 are referred to as the red lodge, okay. We saw the colors red and blue used to represent different extremities, okay. Red representing the left brain, reason, logic, intelligence, blue representing the right brain, intuition, creativity. Uh, ...nurturing, etc. Okay, These need to be bridged together, brought together to create true awakening or illumination. And that is the higher degrees of Freemasonry known as the illuminated degrees. The degrees where one is truly coming into the light of true knowledge, true reason and that's all about the internal world... The internal processes of the self, okay? Going within and understanding what we truly are as pure consciousness and pure knowing, all right? These are the true higher level degrees and they are personal degrees. They are symbolic degrees. There is one degree that is officially recognized as higher than the 32nd degree of the Scottish Rite, which is the 33rd degree, which I show its emblem in Image number three, and this is an honorary degree that is conferred upon Masons and Freemasons that are considered having contributed great value to the work of the higher lodges, and that would include both the white lodge, which is above the blue and red lodges, and indeed the black lodge. Okay, and these are basically unspoken of lodges. They are known to be in existence by people who truly have bridged the left and right side of the brain hemispheres. We understand that these lodges exist in both a real and a symbolic way. The black lodge certainly exists in a coordinated, real, tangible, physical way. And it's doing its, quote, great work all over the planet. And we're seeing the result of that work in our daily lives. The White Lodge, however, also exists, but in a less organized way. It exists scattered throughout the world and needs to be brought together through our understanding and our actions. So we'll continue to analyze this and break down some of the symbolism when we come back. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening here on Oracle Broadcasting. Hey, we are back on What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. Before the last break, we were discussing the higher degrees of the Scottish Rite of Freemasonry, namely the 32nd and 33rd degrees. We were looking at the emblem of the 33rd degree in image number three on the radio listen page of my website, whatonearthishappening.com. And in this image, we see the emblem of the 33rd degree of the Scottish Rite, which is an honorary degree conferred to Masons that are considered to be instrumental in the continuance of what is known as the Great Work. And we will look at what that phrase, the Great Work, means later on tonight. So... This symbol is also a sigil. It is a complex series of symbols put together to form a more complex symbol. So, um, we see that the motif of the two crosses, which we saw before when we were looking into astrotheology on previous shows, all previous shows of this program are in the podcast section of my website, um, And that information is all available for free at What on Earth is Happening. The two crosses here, we see the equal armed cross in the background with the the smaller equal armed cross motif all over it. Um, The two pillars, which we analyzed over the last many weeks here, shown as well. And we see a second cross in an X form. Um... In addition to that first equal arm cross, which is the the main cross that we see here on this emblem, these crosses are known as the cross of St. George and the cross of St. Andrew. The cross of St. George being the uh, vertical one shaped like a plus sign and the one shaped like an X that is formed by the two swords overlapping each other is called the cross of St. Andrew. So these are the solar and galactic crosses The solar cross represents the cross of the sun on the zodiac, okay? It represents the solstices and the equinoxes at 90 degree angles to each other when we symbolically depict the sun's path as a circle. So the X cross formed by the two swords represents the galactic cross, which is the Um, Fixed signs of the Zodiac, the four fixed signs of the Zodiacal houses, and this is Taurus in spring, Leo in summer, Scorpio in fall, and Aquarius in winter, their respective seasons. Each one of these houses also represents one of the alchemical elements, Taurus representing Earth. Leo representing fire, Scorpio representing water and Aquarius representing air. Earth, air, water, fire. And basically in the middle of this image you see three overlapping equilateral triangles on top of these two crosses. So this this second cross, this X cross formed by the two swords, the galactic cross basically uh, pinpoints our position in relation to the galaxy, the sol, the solar system's position in relation to the galaxy. The arm of the Great Cross that points toward Taurus is actually the arm that is pointing away from the center of the Milky Way galaxy. The one pointing toward Scorpio is pointing toward the center of the Milky Way galaxy. Uh, this very center of the galaxy actually is between. The constellations of Scorpio and Sagittarius. The scorpion and the archer. So on top of these two crosses representing light. The light of the sun and the light of the stars and planets. Okay, These two astrotheological uh, cults of the ancient world. Which we looked at in the astrotheology section. We have three overlapping equilateral triangles. So it's 3 times 3 for a total of 9 points. The number 3 is multiplied by itself here. Because the, the 3 is a sacred number. Okay, It represents the trinity. And again, this is the trinity of our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions coming together as one. This is then multiplied by itself for greater effect. So then this, this trinity is rotated Okay? Three times. It's repeated three times. each rotation, okay, f- forming another equilateral triangle. So we have nine points, and each one of the points representing one of the letters, which we see here in the uh, inner space of this larger nine-pointed star. And that word. Wow. That is spelled out is sapientia. Which means wisdom. Okay. Sapientia. Wisdom. This is the combination of our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions. Coming together as one. Not in opposition with each other, but unified. Okay. So there is no contradiction. As we think, so we feel, so we act. And there is nothing that tears those three things apart. What we know to be true and what we feel to be right, we act upon. We don't know something, feel it to be true, and know it's right, and then act differently. Our actions do not betray our thoughts and our emotions. Okay, so that's these three triangles coming together to form wisdom. Inside that, we have Ordo ab chaos, a Latin phrase which means order from chaos or order out of chaos. And there is a positive interpretation to this phrase and there is a negative interpretation to this phrase depending on who's wielding the knowledge, who's employing this emblem, etc. The negative, of course, we've mostly heard of. Okay, the Hegelian dialectic, as we talked about previously on what on earth is happening past shows. Okay, creating the problem that needs to inspire fear and it has to be a chaotic one. And then waiting for the confused reaction and then stepping in to propose, to use that opportunity to propose the solution problem-reaction-solution, or as I have called it, chaos-confusion-opportunity. Create the chaos, wait for the confusion that ensues, and then step in with the opportunity to propose your solution that you wanted to propose all along, okay? So that's one way of seeing order out of chaos. I call this chaos-sorcery, all right? It's the Hegelian dialectic, simple dialectical mechanics at work. Another more positive way to look at order out of chaos, which is the real deep esoteric understanding of this phrase, is that when chaos ensues to the point where one must recognize that the ego is creating that chaos and that they cannot state in that ...stay in that state of ego identification, eventually one will look into the causal factors and the causal relationships of the state of consciousness, or I should say lack thereof, that created that situation to begin with. And only by understanding those natural law principles can they ever effectively create good or order in their lives. That's the true meaning of the phrase ordo abeo, light out of darkness. We'll be right back. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening on the Oracle Broadcasting Network. Alright, right, folks, we're back on what on earth is happening. We were looking at the emblem of the 33rd degree of the Scottish Rite of Freemasonry and the phrase Ordo Abkeo, which I described as being representative of light out of darkness. The state where the ego is finally broken down and the being suddenly becomes... Ready and willing and able to understand that they cannot go on living the way that they have been living in a state of ignorance, apathy and laziness and without courage to act in the right way. It is the goal of the true goal of true philosophy everywhere because it represents true wisdom. This word sapientia surrounding it means wisdom and this is what we're actually trying to distill we're trying to get rid of the chaos that we're living in and actually create true order harmony with natural law not the laws the whims the dictates of man the lowercase laws of man but harmony with natural law capital l and for those who have not yet seen it it would I I would highly recommend to check out my podcast number 36 to listen to it and see the document that accompanies it. I will eventually put this presentation on video at some point in the future. I have not yet had an opportunity to do that, but I will at some point in the future, and I will post it to the site. However, podcast number 36 goes into natural law and its manifestations, its expressions how natural law works in our reality in a very very deep way podcast number 36 please avail yourself of the knowledge in that podcast and the accompanying document so in image number 4 here on the radio listen page which is where the images that we're talking about here tonight can be found on what on earth is the radio listen page image number 4 shows this emblem as a an actual pin, okay, that is presented to a thirty third level uh, degree, thirty third degree uh, initiate of the Scottish Rite. This is an honorary conference. and you see on the top of the right hand uh, point of the sword, okay, um, three fingers pointing up: the thumb, the index finger, and the middle finger, and two pointing down. You'll see this symbol over and over again in the occult. This is a symbol that represents the Trinity being raised, okay? Truly raised to the light, namely thought, emotion, and action. And duality is being put down ego, dualism, us versus them thinking, the two fingers put down, okay? Because they represent the smaller, lower, Aspects of us. right. things that need to be ruled over, the reptilian instincts, in other words. Okay? Identification with the physical, etc. The ego, mind. All right. These are the five points of the pentagram, and the five aspects of the self earth, air, water, fire, spirit. Ultimately, we want to create, merge water and fire, which is our actions and our emotions, the masculine and the feminine sides of ourself, the higher masculine and feminine sides, and merge them with the spirit, the fifth element. This is what truly raises the Trinity within us. So, you'll see high-level initiates of different occult orders and traditions often making a gesture with these three points upward these three fingers raised upward sometimes they will touch the side of their head with them to show it it's a it's a symbol that i am one of the initiates to the illuminated degrees or the true light of wisdom which is within unification of the self within and the coming together Truly of one's thoughts, one's emotions, and one's actions for a higher purpose. So, this is a simple interpretation of a complex symbol. And inside of it, you'll see, if you look back at image number three, you'll see the double-headed eagle of the 32nd degree crowned okay, with the light. The scales depicted there on the left-hand side of that, which is representative of balance and unison and harmony, all right? And then the compasses and square with the G in the middle, they're on the right-hand side. So this degree of the 32nd degree is the first degree of what is known as the illuminated degrees of Freemasonry. And again, these are, it's a dual lodge system. There is the White Lodge of true illumination, which we've been talking about, the positive aspects of this. And then there is the Black Lodge, dark occultism, those who have the knowledge and are going to use it for the opposite of the true great work, which is the work of control, manipulation, keeping other people in the dark, keeping other people down, not helping to raise others up to your level of knowledge. Again, this is just knowledge. It is a tool. It is what we do with it that matters. That's where true wisdom lies. Are we going to actually employ true wisdom through the sacred feminine side of ourselves, the merging of the the masculine principle of right action with the sacred feminine principle of true care? Or are we going to use this newly acquired knowledge as a weapon? Because the dark occultists that actually own most of the people on this planet, they know we are spiritual beings. They know this. They're only too happy to tell you that they know this. And they're using this knowledge as a weapon to manipulate people who do not know this. That they are spiritual beings, that this isn't a mechanized machine that we're living in. That ultimately it's, it all derives from spirit. They have this knowledge. But they're trying to convince other people of the exact opposite. So they can keep them enslaved. Because only when you become material world identified. Can you live in fear of anything that's going to happen to you in this domain. Once you shed all of that fear. No one can, ulti- can ultimately control you. No matter what they do to you. Even if they physically destroyed you, you would remain the essence of you because the flesh, the body is not that which we really are. And dark occultists understand this and they ultimately reject this and seek to suppress it while they know it. They want to use that knowledge only as a mechanism of manipulation and oppression against others by trying to convince them that that truth does not exist and in doing so keep them in a lower state of awareness and in fear. Not understanding who and what they really are so that all of their energy flows to these dark occultists at the top who keep this knowledge for themselves. And ultimately twist it, pervert it, and use it as a weapon against those who they look at as lower than they are. So these illuminated degrees, again, it's a double-edged sword. It's about the light. It's about having that knowledge. What we do with it is another story. So let's bridge all of this back into the idea of symbolism and the hidden language called symbolism. Because that's where this whole discussion of Freemasonry came out of, and ultimately it is done because so many symbols are using Freemasonic symbolism, or I, I should say Masonic symbolism in general. Not just Freemasonic, but the symbol of, symbols of Masonry, whether it be light Masonry or dark Masonry. Okay, because as we've seen, the word Mason simply means builder. What building material do we build with? What is the purpose of our building? Why are we building something? What is that something that we are building? I'm going to attempt to answer all of those questions here tonight. Through the breakdown of an extremely important symbol that is very misunderstood. And it's all about one thing. In image number five, we see this symbol placed on the $1 bill, money. And indeed, ultimately, it is all about money, but not in the form that so many people are familiar with that term, not in the fake form that you're seeing here on paper, which isn't even worth the paper that it's written on, that it's printed on. What is the real money? Let's talk about that when we come back. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening on Oracle Broadcasting. We'll be right back, folks. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is What on Earth is Happening here on the Oracle Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Mark Passio. The images we're discussing can be found at whatonearthishappening.com on the radio listen page. We were looking at image number five, which is uh, a dollar bill showing the front and the backside. We're going to be talking about the image on the left-hand side of the rear of the dollar bill, which is the pyramid and all-seeing eye. And I'll be breaking down this symbol from an occult, esoteric perspective tonight. It's a very misunderstood symbol. It is placed on money for a very specific reason. What we're talking about here tonight is talismanic symbolism. A talisman is something that is imbued with a particular kind of energy by having symbolism placed on it and then carried with the person that it is going to imbue with that energy okay the energy is going to work upon in some form the the person that is carrying that talisman that that's what it is all right so when we talk about a talisman it is carried Symbolism is a simple way of looking at it. And occultists are behind the monetary system of all countries. They invented money as we understand money. As most of us understand money, I should say. Some of us know what money really is. But we're few and far between. And what I mean by that is. The money that is created by these dark occultists all throughout the world is all fake. Now, some people listening to this network may know that, but what is the real money? And that's what you'll hear a lot of debate and argument over. And that when you understand this from an occult perspective, you understand that their version of money, their fake money, is being used as a proxy Okay, as a methodology of transference to replace the real money in someone's mind. It's a form of mind control because they know what the real form of money is and everyone else is ignorant of what money really is and therefore they believe in this fake form of money in papers and digital um Lights on a computer screen or so-called precious metals or any other various forms of exchanges that we have that we call money. But all of that is done to keep back the true understanding of what money really is. And it's all contained in the word. In the word. You break down the word money and you have the words One I. Inside the word money. Mon. M-O-N is the root or prefix of one. Mono. It means one. E-Y. Phonetically. Is I. Like the letter I. One I. And we see the one I on the money. It's not two eyes, it's one eye. It's on the one dollar bill. Now, people will immediately rebel against this and say, oh, this is too simple. You're seeing something where it doesn't exist. The occult is so simple that The occultists who use these techniques, terms, symbols, words, colors, sounds, vibratory frequencies, etc. are hysterically, hysterically belly laughing that it is right in front of people's faces on a daily basis and they are incapable of seeing it. It's hilarious to them. I have personally heard them belly laughing at people when I was involved with these people in my past. Laughing hilariously at what people will accept. When the simple, simple truths that are right in front of their eyes are rejected out of hand. As being, oh, that's oversimplification, that's too, that's, it's too easy, it couldn't possibly be that. Because it's all ego-based thinking. It's all the mind racing to say, I couldn't have seen that. It couldn't have been that there my entire life, and I just ignored it or didn't see it or didn't recognize it. Because no one wants to think that they're that gullible or stupid. That something that simple, that the word money means one eye, was there since you were born. Every time you heard that word spoken, that's ultimately what it's referring to. And this is called green language, which brings us to our next piece of little occult information. The color green which is why this symbol is placed upon something that is green. We talked about this before, especially when we looked in the Kabbalistic tradition and the system of chakras from the Vedic tradition. Green is the color that represents balance, oneness, centering, coming to the middle, love, nature, Green is the color of the heart chakra. Care. Okay? It is the color of nature. Nature provides green in the greatest abundance. The healthiest foods, the energy to put into your body is green energy. It's a symbol of health, of life, of balance, of healing. It's the energy of the heart. Okay? It's the coming together or balancing of the left and right brain hemispheres to give birth to the light, the one eye, the pineal gland being awoken in the center of the head, helping us to see the true nature of ourselves as spiritual divine beings, part of the all, one eye, meaning there's not me and another. Another. We are all one. There's only one eye, not dualistic thinking, us and them, me and everyone else. Green language is word play that one only really sees in place and its usage when the brain hemispheres become balanced and the all-seeing eye, the true all-seeing eye, the one eye opens. So this symbol is deliberately placed on the $1 bill because it's a proxy for oneness, for unity consciousness, for balance, for healing, for life energy, for love. And money in its paper form is none of those things or any other form of exchange other than actual love between people. That's the only form of real exchange, recognizing our own oneness and acting in that capacity. That's what money really is. You need no mechanism of exchange for doing that. You only need to become enlightened in order to be willing to do that. But there's so few people at that level of consciousness, it's its funny rather than being sad. It's past the point of being sad. It's a joke. Okay? So... Green language. We'll see it in the future. All right. But that's basically what it represents. You can only understand these word puns and plays and symbolic meanings when you're bridging the left and right brain hemispheres. Coming to a place of green energy, true care, true intelligence, true wisdom. So they put it on the money and they make the money. The one eye, the fake form of it, a proxy for the real thing. That's what the occult always does. It never really creates anything. It takes an idea, it perverts it, it degrades it, and then it hands it over to somebody else and says, here, this is the real thing. Take it in place of the real thing when, in fact, you really don't have that real thing, when, in fact, that's the only true thing you really want and desire. But I'm going to give you this instead. To fool you into thinking you have the real version of it. And yes, the occult is that simple, folks. We'll be right back on What on Earth is Happening. the United States that is placed on the left hand of the rear side of a $1 bill here in the United States. This symbol is the symbol of the mystery traditions. It's the simplest way I can put it as a basic introduction. This is also the most widely misunderstood emblem or sigil in the world. Some of the interpretations that are out there are wildly off base. Although some people have an understanding of part of it. But they don't have a full grasp of this symbol. Because it's a dual symbol. As all complicated symbols may be. They have more than one meaning. Not a one dimensional meaning to be interpreted in a single way. But. They have a deeper meaning that can be employed in different ways depending on who is using the symbol. So I am going to offer quite a an alternative explanation for what this symbol really means. And if you follow me through the breakdown of this symbol, you will understand that this symbol is much more, even if you have heard interpretations of it before in the past, you'll see that it is much more than what certain researchers have made it to be so let's simply look at what the symbols on this emblem or sigil are first and then we'll break them down one at a time first let's look at the words on the symbol the latin phrases the first there's two latin phrases the first is at the top it says Anuit coeptus Anuit coeptis, okay? A N N U I T, Anuit coeptis, C O E P T I S. This phrase means he, she, or it favors or looks favorably upon. That is the word Anuit. It means he, she, or it favors. That is third person singular. Okay? He, she, or it favors or. Looks favorably upon or uh, gives their blessing to. Okay? That's what that word means. Coepthis means an enterprise, a building project, a project in general. Okay? Something that is being worked upon. Our work in progress. Okay? So he, she, or it favors, looks favorably upon, Gives their blessing to our work, our enterprise, our building project. All right? Simply put, he favors our work. That's it. That's how we could look at it. She favors our work. All right? Who favors our work? What is the nature of that work? What is that building project that is in progress we'll look at that when we come back right here on what on earth is happening i'm your host mark passio my website whatonearthishappening.com we'll get into the reverse of the great seal of the united states in great depth after we come back here on oracle broadcasting stay tuned folks Okay, folks, we're back on what on earth is happening. Let's jump right back into the breakdown of the great, the reverse side of the Great Seal of the United States, the pyramid and the all-seeing eye with the two Latin phrases. We looked at the first Latin phrase, Anuit Coeptis, in the last segment and saw that it means he or she favors our work, which is a work in progress. And there's a second Latin phrase on the banner below, And it says, Novus Ordo Seclorum. Now, this phrase is often debated about and contested as to what it means. And I'm going to attempt to lay this to rest once and for all. Although I know people will still insist that it means something other than what I'm going to show people that it means. Believe whatever you want. Okay, because it means one thing. Although as we will see... That one thing or phrase, which it does say on this, uh, sash here on this banner actually is two different things depending on who's using it or trying to create it. This is, this banner represents the building project as we will see. Okay. So novus means new. Ordo means order, these are not the words that are contested, so new order, and then the word seclorum, the hotly contested word, which in images number 7 and 8, I show in a Latin dictionary, the difference between the word seclorum and cyclorum. Now, the people who insist that this phrase means new order of the ages, clearly never opened up a Latin dictionary and have no connotative understanding of the ability to translate Latin. They don't understand what that word that they're seeing, seclorum, actually is. So I'm going to attempt, by looking at the word and and the actual Latin root, the, the Latin meaning of the word, to lay to rest once and for all that this word does not mean of the ages, so, the word for age, generation, or, or time period in Latin is cyclorum. S A E C L O R U M. That's the, the, the genitive or possessive case of the word cyculum. Cyculum is a Latin noun that means age, generation, People born at a time, a breed, a race, a present time period, a present age, or a century. Okay. The word cyclum, cyclum. Okay. So the, the genitive of it would be cyclorum, S-A-A-E-C-L-O-R-U-M. But we don't have the word cyclorum on that banner we have the word seclorum on that banner so if you put this into any decent latin dictionary or look it up into in any decent latin dictionary it will tell you that it is a truncation or a word modification of an original latin word which is seculorum the u in the in the word seculorum can often be eliminated or truncated It's like a contraction kind of in English. Instead of saying cannot, we'd say can't. Okay? Is not. Isn't. Okay? Instead of saying seculus, right? Seculum, we would say seculum. Or secularum, we would say seclorum. So this is called a word modification or a truncation. In Latin, it says here on this image, which is image number eight, an internal CL might be rendered by C-U-L. Okay, so the word actually derives from the Latin word secularum, which is the genitive of seculum. Okay, the possessive case meaning of, right? Or being belonging to. That's what genitive means, the possessive case, okay? Seculum is the root word that this comes from. And we see that that's a noun that means world. The first word back in the the definition is world. Seculum, which is where we get the word seclorum from. Okay, now there it is right there. If you don't want to accept that, Enjoy believing that it means of the ages for all the possible listeners out there who have been told that that's what that word means. It does not mean of the ages. It means of the world. Okay? So the word "seculum" means world, universe, secular, temporal, earthly, or worldly affairs, cares, or temptations. That's it. The simplest translation of the phrase novus ordo seclorum is new world order. The end. That's what it means. Period. Anybody that thinks it means anything other than that does not know how to translate Latin. Period. And I'll tell them that to their face even if they're the... uh, if, if they're, they have tenure at some university, I really don't care. They don't understand what that phrase means if they think it means new order of the ages. It means new world order, and I just showed that definitively here. Okay? Now, that's the building project that is being referred to in the first Latin phrase. He or she favors our work or our project that is being built, okay, Novus Ordo Seclorum, the New World Order, right there on every single dollar bill being carried, that is the phrase, and people say there's no such thing as the New World Order, well, why are you carrying around pieces of paper with you every single day? that says the words new world order on it only in another language if there's no such thing oh there's such a thing the 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 key here to understand is what is the new world order because it's not one thing yes the words say one thing no, new world order but there are two different new world orders and that's what i want to attempt to get the listener and the person who is attempting to understand what this symbol is really saying to to grasp here. Okay? So, now that we've established the meaning of the words, let's break down the symbol. We're going back to image number six now. Okay? So, seven and eight was just definitions. Six, I want to break down the rest of the symbol. We see a pyramid. Okay? That is being built, but it is not completed. And then we see a a hole in the sky with an eye in it with light radiating out of it. Okay? Above, I should say, actually in the background behind this 13 level pyramid that is made of stone. What do these symbols represent? What do they mean? What is trying to be said here? We'll get into this a lot deeper in the next segment. Don't go anywhere, folks. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening, right here on the Oracle Broadcasting Network. back on What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Cassio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. We are breaking down the reverse of the Great Seal of the United States today on the show. This is the symbol of the mystery traditions of consciousness. It is also the symbol that, in general, represents masonry in all of its forms, as we will see tonight on the show. All of the images I discuss all the time on what on earth is happening can always be found on the radio listen page of my website, which you get to by just clicking the listen live button on the left hand side. And then you will see images for tonight's show, images for today's show listed on that page underneath the player. You can click that and get a little slideshow. We're looking at image number six, the pyramid and all seeing eye from the back of the $1 bill. We see that the Latin phrases mean, means, he or she favors our work, the new world order. And then there is a 13 level brick or stone pyramid, okay, 13 courses of blocks of bricks, okay, with the, the letters M-D-C-C-L-X-X-V-I. These are Roman numerals and they... Form the number 1776, 1,776. This is, of course, a date, but it is much more than that. I will leave that there for today. We'll not be getting into the date and its meanings or representations. We will do that next week when we look at the real meaning of these nine letters. Okay. So the 13-level incomplete stone pyramid. Above or you could say behind which in the sky, behind this scene in the foreground, okay, is a equilateral triangular hole in the dimensions of space, okay? And behind this in another dimension, in another world, in another reality is one eye, With light streaming from this dimensional portal or gateway or hole in the sky. Okay. Streaming out of this into the scene. This is the light that illuminates the entire scene that we see in the image. That's the light source. Okay. So there is one eye that is representative of the light. And then below that, In the foreground is a huge pyramid being built out of stone. What does this mean? How is this connected to what is known as the great work. Which someone favors. Or looks favorably upon. And how is this connected with something known as the new world order? This is what needs to be understood through the analysis of this symbol. And... I'm going to offer my interpretation of this here tonight. The bricks, first of all, let's look at each individual component. All right. You have the pyramid being built on the earth. This is something else that's in the symbol, the earth. The physical world, the planet that we live on, that's where this work is being done. The work is done on the ground. The work is done on the ground, okay, the earth. This realm, that's where the great work is done. That's where the new world order in one of its forms will be built. Right here, in the here and now. Okay? The bricks. What is a brick? Let's just look at what is a brick? What is it made of? What is the material it is made of? Okay? It's made from earth. It is then baked. It's made from earth, made into clay and then baked in heat. All right, sun, the solar principle is added to it, the male principle, the masculine principle needs to be added to it. See, a brick forms one form. It only takes that one form and it has 90 degree angles, hard edges. Okay? It's not the circular form. All right? It is Heavy. It's weight. It's not light. It's heavy. Okay? That which is not light. Think about this in symbolic terms. It means if it's not light, it's heavy, but it also, if it's not light, it's dark. The opposite of light is darkness. Not just heavy or weighty. Alright? It weighs us down. It has darkness inherent in it. It's the opposite of the light. It's not enlightening. Okay. The bricks, what are bricks? What are walls used to do? We build walls with bricks. We become sheltered with bricks. Meaning not seeing the bigger picture. Yes, shelter can be a good thing, but too much shelter can be a bad thing. Meaning symbolically sheltered. From information, from knowledge, from the light. Walls are barriers. They divide us from some other people. Yes, they can be a form of protection, but if we stay inside walls, they are divisive. We're not merging with other people. We're not seeing us as one with others. We're seeing the world as us versus them. So walls are barriers to true understanding symbolically. They're barriers to the knowledge of the true self. That's what a wall is. It walls us off. It keeps us separate. Bricks weigh us down. They're not light. They're dark. All of these ideas are inherent in the symbol of a brick. Also inherent in the symbol of a brick is one form that has been made into a uniform a singular form, not being able to take different expressions or change oneself from one form into another, or in other words, transform, not able to make that process of transformation happen within oneself because one has been baked into that hardened form by too much sun. The masculine principle gone awry, the left brain hemisphere. Without the union of the right brain hemisphere, the sacred feminine principle, true care, too much intellect, too much reliance upon intellect without the integration of the sacred feminine lunar aspects of the self, too much sun, okay? But not really receiving the true light of knowledge, of reason, of the true sun, soul, the one, The one eye which is made by combining the left and right brain hemispheres. Combining the masculine and feminine aspects of the self. That's what the one eye actually represents. The true light of creation. Of the creator. Always coming into our domain here in the physical reality in which we live. If we are open to receiving it. The reception of that light. Being made aware And then helping to make others aware of it, of the true nature of self, of higher self, self capital S, not being identified with the lowercase s self as we've talked about so much here on this show. So these bricks represent the process of becoming hardened, okay, staying in material worldly identification, Going into ego, getting past these bricks, and going toward the light would represent coming out of the state of ego-bound awareness and materialistic worldly identification to realize the nature of true self. We'll get more into this when we come back after this next break. I'm your host, Mark Passio. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. Stay with us. Alright folks, we're back on What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. That's where you can get the images that we're talking about here today on the show, on the Listen Live page, right underneath the player. So we are looking at the seal of all forms of masonry. The pyramid and all-seeing eye with the two Latin phrases, anuit coeptis, which means he fa- he, she, he or she favors our work and Novus Ordo Seclorum, which means the New World Order. Well, as I've said before when talking about masonry, it is simply another word for a builder, is what a mason is. And what a mason does is either builds with stone, or he tears stone down. Meaning, he either builds with things that divide, weigh us down, separate us and keeps us in the dark or he attempts to remove those barriers or blocks so that the light can come in. The light of truth and knowledge and self-awareness and freedom. So As I said when we started talking about Freemasonry in general, either one is a true Freemason, a light Mason. He builds with light and attempts to remove the barriers or the stone, or he builds with stone, weightiness, darkness. He is a dark Mason, he or she. Everyone is a Mason. This is another controversial phrase to utter, oh, how can you say that? I'm not a Mason. I don't believe in any of that. We are all the collective builders of our experience here on earth. We are always building through either our acceptance and living within natural law principles in harmony with those natural laws or our rejection of them, whether in full knowing or in simply a state of ignorance and thereby creating chaos in the world. The more people who understand natural law and work towards spreading it and building with those principles of self-ownership, true freedom, oneness, the principle that as one suffer, all suffer, okay, that's how we build order in the world. That's how we build the world we actually want to create and want to see and want to live in. If we ignore those natural law principles, we get a world of chaos, confusion, disorder. These are the two new world orders that we have a choice between building. The world is in a state of transformation right now. Will it be a transformation into The light of true knowledge of self, of freedom, of harmony with natural law and the natural universe in which we live? Or will it be a transformation into the dark new world order? Either way, whatever happens in the future... All of us are the builders of the reality that's coming. Everyone who has ever lived has taken part in that building project. We are all builders. By what we do or don't do. By what we know or don't know. By how we act or through our failure to act. So let's look at image number nine. Which I bridge this symbol with The main symbol of Freemasonry. And this is where another important phrase in the Freemasonic tradition comes from. Okay? We already talked about the three fingers. Okay? Representing the points of the pentagram pointing up. Three up and two down. Alright? We're going to look at this concept of five points. Because in Freemasonry, there is something known as the five points of fellowship on which Masons are supposed to meet each other. Understanding these five aspects and their rightful place earth, air, water, fire, spirit. All right? So in image number nine, I simply place over the Masonry seal. Or or emblem or or um, sigil, the main symbol of Freemasonry: the compasses, square, and G. And we see that five points are seen to emerge, meaning that on the symbol we see the points of the compasses, the points of the square. Pointing to letters. If we just trace out these five points, okay, we can see that they point to letters on this seal. In image number 10, we can see what I mean by these five points, okay? The left hand side of the square points to an A, the right hand side sign of the square points to an S, the the compass arm on the left points to an N in Novus Ordo Seclorum. Okay? The right-hand side of the compass arm, the right compass arm, points, its bottom point points to the M in Seclorum. And then the middle point of the square, pointing down at the Earth, points to the letter O, If we look at image number 11, I've removed the compasses and square symbol and rearranged the letters into the word mason. This is an anagram, the five points of fellowship, as it is called, forming the five letters of the word mason, because this is the symbol of masonry, both light and dark depending on what material you are building with. Masonry is about the choice between building with barriers, divides, walls, bricks, separation, duality, or building with the light that helps to enlighten, raise people, unify them, Bring them to a higher state of self-awareness and true knowledge of self, which is what the light represents, which is what the one eye represents, the essence of the creator. In a higher state, an even higher dimension of being, and it's an internal dimension of being. This represents going within ourselves to understand the true nature of self. That's where the light actually lives, the spark of the divine. It is within us all. It is within everything because it's what infuses this dimension with being in life. We are all masons. We need to make the choice about how we will build and what materials we will use to build, what we will build with what we know and what we have at our disposal. So a dark mason is looking to build with stone. Well, just follow it logically is all you really need to do. Look at the symbol. Look at what's already there. Look at what it is saying to you. If you build with stone, which you already have a whole lot of in the image, it's saying something about the state of the world in which we are living. There is already a whole lot of stone that has been built with, that has been laid down, meaning the world is full of darkness. It's full of weight and oppression and ignorance and separation, but there's a small amount of light in it streaming through from a higher place. If you continue to build with the brick, what would happen in that image? Well, image number 12 shows this. You will get the completed pyramid, which does not represent anything good. It represents a male dominator world. The shape is the blade without the sacred feminine chalice. The upward pointing triangle representing the masculine principle, but without the sacred feminine principle involved. That's been put down. The male dominator world has been completed. And in doing so, the light has been put out. And the light has now been blocked from reaching the world at all. Think about it. We'll be back after these messages, folks. This is the last segment here on What on Earth is Happening Today. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. Tonight on the show, we're looking at the uh, reverse of the Great Seal of the United States and its esoteric symbolic meaning. We left off before the last break on image number 12 on my website on the Radio Listen page, which is a symbolic depiction. Of the Dark New World Order building project, which is already well underway, and this is what it would look like if it comes to its completion. And the God of the Dark Masons favors this work. Okay, that is the force of opposition, of chaos, of death, of disorder. It's been known as Satan. It is the dark aspect of what has been known as Lucifer because these dark occultists have the light. They have knowledge of how things really work and how they are really created. That's why they're able to successfully create the situations and scenarios that they want. Don't fall into the trap of thinking that these people are not intelligent. They're the most intelligent people, unfortunately, walking around right now. From an intellectual left brain point of view. They're psychopathic though so they don't have any of the sacred feminine quality. True care. But they have a form of care that I call dark care. They care about the work that they're doing. They want to see it come to fruition because they're driven by their God. And that God ultimately represents the ego gone haywire. That's what the God of Satanism is. That's what the God of dark Luciferianism is. That's what the God of dark masonry is. It's not the true light of the Creator, the true Creator of reality, which is the higher aspect of consciousness and self. It's what we all come from, it's what we all have a spark of that divinity within us. We're all a part of it, it is a part of all of us. There is no separation, ultimately. This is the dark new world order in image number 12, and it represents the light being put out. If you look at image 13, this is a animated GIF that I made to represent the difference between the situation we have now, which is a transitional phase with a little bit of light still in the world trying to manifest itself, and the dark new world order. You see the light being put out in the symbol. And then I show coming back on to show how this is the, the, this is the idea between what the new world order in a light capacity or term represents versus what it means in the sense of putting the light out. And I, it's the best way I could describe it. You have to really look at the image, image number 13, which is the animated GIF. ...where I transition between the actual great reverse of the great seal... ...and the version that I made with the light no longer there. Image number 14 shows what kind of mason is building this new world order. Those who are building with bricks, with barriers, with divides... ...with things that weight us down. And when we connect all five letters... In this configuration, without any connection to the light of consciousness and true reason and true knowledge, self the knowledge of higher self, we have an inverted pentagram, meaning the material, physical, ego-identified world being raised, those four principles, earth, air, water, and fire being raised over the spiritual element which is put down underneath the pyramid buried under the weight of the blocks conversely in image number 15 if the light is incorporated we see three triangles not just the male dominator world which is what the finalized completed pyramid of stone represents we see that principle which is the active principle the masculine principle if it is governed by the light the light rules over it over our actions okay meaning we take our actions with the one eye being on not turned off but activated the brain hemispheres in a state of balance We see that another shape emerges when we incorporate the letters. There is the active principle governed by the light. Those are two of the triangles. But a third triangle emerges made between the letter A, O, and S in the five letters which we outlined before. And there is the symbolic chalice, the sacred feminine aspects of consciousness and they are supporting the light, the light rests at the very top of the chalice, this is known as the seal of Solomon, the sun and the moon, soul and Moon. sun and moon come together, the masculine principle unites with the feminine principle, the chemical wedding, the sacred union. The philosopher's stone is born, is distilled. The widow's son is born. The light born out of the lunar principle coming out of the chalice. This is the holy grail symbolically. It's the only way we're going to build the positive new world order. Of truth, love, and freedom, which has no blocks, no barriers, no divides. And this is symbolically depicted in the seal in image number 16. One I. There is no us and them. There is no separation. As one suffers, all suffer. And look, the word one represents victory. We won. When you say you lost, that means you didn't have oneness, you didn't win, right? You did not have victory of the true self. The all-seeing eye did not come on, the light did not come on, instead darkness prevailed and you lost, meaning you lost your true self, wandered in the darkness till you were lost. This seal image number 16 I actually um, put together and it says, one great work, truth, love, and freedom. Truth emerges if we have knowledge. Love emerges if we have our emotions going in the right direction. And freedom emerges if we act in the right capacity, in the correct moral capacity in the world. Truth, love, and freedom And that's how we will create the positive new world order or what is known as the true great work. And that will be a reflection of the divine here on earth. The light with no barriers, no blocks, no bricks, no one being weighted down, divided, separated. No more infliction of self-created suffering because the light and knowledge of true self has come into all of us. This is the true esoteric breakdown of this great symbol. This great seal. The seal of all masonry. Masonry is about choice. Will you build with bricks? Or will you build with light? Will you help people unify and come together as one, or you keep them separated and in the dark and in, in a state of ignorance? And when you build that dark pyramid, right, see, it's it's putting out that light. But what it really represents is that the dark occultists who are doing that work are ruling from the shadows. They're ruling from the place of darkness. They look at themselves as those with all the light and as God of a world that they created in their own image and likeness, male dominators. We can't let that new world order emerge. We have to build the true new world order of truth, love, and freedom. That's all we have time for here tonight, folks. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you'll look more into the symbolism. I hope you'll join me next Sunday here on Oracle Broadcasting. I'm Mark Passio. Check out whatonearthishappening.com. I'll see you here next week.